Peter Michaels. Patrick Bateman. The Road the Stage. A very special week here in town. The Rodeo the Red Rodeo. Carpet. Rodeo. You see all the pictures on Instagram? Of the Rodeo? Yeah, the Rodeo Red Carpet. <laughs> no. It's like straight up like uh, really? photo shoots and stuff. Yeah. Paparazzi in there oh, getting everybody as they so go in. So much paparazzi. And, huh, interesting. Nope. When was the last Rodeo you were at? Somehow I missed that. Um, before before the last CFR performance. Oh, uh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, it had, I oof, I don't know, probably twenty years. And I I did go a lot. Yeah, like so that was, like, how many rodeos did you go to a a, a year, a summer, or whatever, whenever they are? Is there a rodeo season? Yeah, uh, seven, eight. Oh wow, 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 like, wow. Yeah, Fairmount. Yeah, Fairmount. It's Didsbury. Did you have like uh like. Because you've talked about that movie a few times. What's that movie? Eight the, Seconds. The Rodeo movie? The Rodeo movie about Lane Frost. Um, did you, like, were you familiar with the circuit? Like, did you know the players? Uh, yeah, honestly. you fo- I followed it pretty yeah. close for yeah. a while there. And uh, so, and enough to pick apart the movie going, ah, that's not how Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Crazy. It's just like any movie. It's Hollywooded up yeah, yeah. a little bit. But for anybody that doesn't know, the, it's the, the movie's... Uh, um, I can't even think of his name. I don't know. It's I. He died the, a few. He died a few year, years right? ago. Uh, was it nine hundred two one zero? Don't know. I don't know. Math, not Matthew Perry. That's friends. Perry. Luke Perry. Luke, Luke Perry. Perry. There Luke we Perry. go. Some someone. There it is. Whew. He was in the new Tarantino. Anyways, film. that's all I know. So he plays a cowboy named Lane Frost, who oh, okay. ends up dying in the real real person. Real person. Oh, okay. Uh, who was killed by a bull in eight seconds? I don't think he lasted the eight seconds on that bull. Oh, maybe. okay. Okay. You can tell how little I know about rodeo. <laughs> yeah, which is um, great. But uh, there was actually there was a couple of Ontario cowboys that were oh I'm sure participating I'm sure. in the in the CFR. Um, so yeah, uh, Red Deer hosts the Canadian Finals rodeo. Canadian Finals what was, rodeo. That's called. And yeah. I'm gonna tell you if you want to get a hold of the best rock playlist you've heard in your life. Oh. Go to a damn rodeo. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> like for all the rock is dead talk. Yeah. Not at the rodeo. The whole, from start to finish, whatever is happening on the infield, there is some kind of uh, Metallica, ACDC, ZZ Top. Like, really? They just blare rock and roll the during, whole time. During the riding of Bulls? All of it. Huh. I can think of one country song in two and a half hours, and that was Chattahoochee. <laughs> Everything else. Crazy. All rock and roll. It's insane. Well, it was a big event in Red Deer for yes. those unfamiliar with the rodeo like I am. But it's a big deal that it's here, right? That's the championship of any uh, sport. The is national kind championships. Of a, is kind of a big deal, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was happening for the course of a week, I think. Five days. Right, 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 right. Just down the road from here in the Camille Creative Studios. And we happened to snag a guest from the rodeo. Said they do a cabaret every night. Which is not a word I typically associate with a rodeo. Hmm. Cabaret is a French word, right? Yeah, I now that you mentioned it, but yeah, no. It's, and like typically, I thought a cabaret was kind of a dark room, maybe a few candles, some uh, variety acts. No, am I wrong in in saying that? Not, not in rural Alberta, it's not. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I don't understand the <laughs> definition of cabaret, but anyways, um, we uh, we managed to uh, get Corey Marks here into the studio. Another face to face, which Oof. is awesome. They're just happening more and more. And so, again, not a genre that you're overly familiar with. No. So when you go into something like this, how much time do you spend? Do you go through music? Do you try to get a feel for... Definitely listen to his music. Uh, Did a little bit of reading, but at the same time, and I think this interview kind of proves it, like, um, 
I don't think you need to know a whole lot about someone's art necessarily to have a good engaging discussion. And I don't think we talked about Corey's music for <laughs> 30 minutes, at least 30 25 minutes. minutes and even like then, that. I think we barely kind of, yeah. So there's some really, really good uh, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting dude uh, from North Bay, Ontario. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, what do you say? We talked about flying jets and all sorts of other things. Yeah, all the craziness that you goes got to hear a that. Merle story that I'm sure you've been thinking about quite a bit. A ton. Do we yeah. give a little snippet? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Just Merle stick Haggard around for, for a Merle Haggard story, which is going to blow you away. Yeah. 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 For sure. And if you don't know who Merle Haggard is, it's all right. It's 2021. <laughs> no, you should know. <laughs> when did who he die? Merle Haggard is uh, just a few years not ago. Not that right? long ago. Like probably six years ago. Was he the one that was at Folsom Prison when? Like, as an inmate, when Johnny Cash did the concert? Yeah, he did time. Um, I'm pretty sure he was in Folsom Prison. Because there was one of those old, old like, classic dudes was an inmate there. I'm pretty sure. When Merle sings about it, he knows it. Oh, okay. Is that the... He lived it. That's the the slogan? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that was the name of his fourth album. I got to learn about Merle. <laughs> um, no, honestly, you'd, honest to God, you do. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the fluff country that you're thinking. It oh is. well, no. And I, I mean, I, I got an appreciation for old Johnny Cash and uh, uh, who's that other guy, the Williams fella, Don Williams. No, <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> Hank. Hank. Don Williams, Williams the gentle giant. I uh, like uh, some some Hank Williams. Yeah, here if and you've there. got an appreciation for for Cash, yeah, yeah, then Merle's right along okay. there as well. Well, was Merle in the Highwaymen? Uh, Merle was a highwayman. With Waylon. So it was Merle, Waylon, Johnny, and Chris Christopherson. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. And yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of interest like between record. all those outlaw guys. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I welcome. Think that was Merle? <laughs> Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't a highwayman. Huh. But anyways. We'll fact check that later. Um, we will we should ask Corey. We should ask Corey, but we weren't exactly talking about music. So right. um, shout out to our Producers Ryan and Riley here at Communal Creative Studios, Bose Bar and Stage, Ghost Services Inc., Tourism Red Deer, and Sawback Brewing Company, who help uh, run this little dog and pony show. Go like and subscribe, follow, stream, download the Road the Stage Communal Creative Studios YouTube channel. Anything else? Let's get talking Top Gun, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Road the Stage with Corey Marks. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a big day. You've had some serious traveling in the last 24 hours. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's, it feels good. I mean, don't get to do it too often right now with this yep. whole situation going on. So, but you, glad to be here. Is it, a, it's a pretty much one offs for the most part? Like, you yeah. not like a setup yeah. tour, it's just playing. I, I was, I was touring out in, uh, I was out with Hailstorm across the U.S. for several dates. And then I was supposed to be out with, um, Theory of a Dead Man. Right. But there's another break, breakout that happened. So yeah. I lost about, 12 dates from that. So I only ended up doing, I think, six with Hailstorm and came back home and waited for this one. So, <laughs> so that theory string got wiped and then some of the Hailstorm shows as well? Yeah, I was, yeah. And there was, a, there was some festivals in there too. Yeah. Um, and some some cool slots that unfortunately got, just disappeared. So Great. what do you do to stay prepped? And like, because you could go at a moment's notice, all right. Like sometimes things are just going to pop up and you just got to go. Yeah. I mean, I try to, you know, I still do a lot of writing and play at home a lot and try to pretend like I'm out on the road. Yeah. Like, like kind of where, where it all started for me, where you just kind of set up at home and jam by yourself and just picture buttloads of people. And, <laughs> and is North Bay, North Bay still home for you? Uh, my girlfriend and I live in Sturgeon. We got a house in Sturgeon Falls, which is 
40 kilometers west of North Bay. Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to save this, but I work with someone that was raised in Sturgeon Falls. Wow. So I wanted to ask you if you have a favorite between the Riv chip stand or or Larry's. (laughs) Are you willing to to I I will go my Knicks. Okay. Yeah. So she wasn't familiar with that one. Yep. Yeah, okay, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Is that just 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 our go-to? That's where we go. And, and what's the order? Uh, usually puts in and a pogo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's good stuff. So something that I and I'm I was raised uh, in the Toronto area, but I I don't really know much about that part of Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've learned since working with this this person is that it's very very French. Yeah, it's a uh, francophone. As a okay, say. I mean I'm French, so I did. I went to school, did all my my education in French and full full French, yeah, not yeah. just the. You hear the way version. he said Putin? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Putin. said it yeah. so that I'm not going <laughs> to repeat it myself. And, and, and francophone <laughs> instead of francophone. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a pretty large French community down there. And from what I, it's a, in due part because there's some a lot of government employees there. I'm not sure. I think it's okay. just kind of where the French landed. Yeah. I guess it's not yeah. too far from Ottawa, right? Uh, four hours, right? Yeah, so it's not, you know, it's a, it's a lot closer to Ottawa than than Red Deer. That's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so North Bay, uh, now in Sturgeon Falls. Now, I, I think I had read that you weren't initially like pursuing music, right? Well, I was, but I wasn't. I, uh, you know, hockey was was an option. Uh, right. I've always been fascinated with aviation, so. Um, you know, um, I was I was playing hockey for the Royal Military College of Canada and, and enrolled as a pilot in hopes to be a fighter pilot. Uh, and that's kind of where I really started picking up a guitar and singing. And it kind of uh, it kind of just happened. Um, even in music, I mean, I wanted to be like the next Tommy Lee or Neil Peart. And I could not picture myself singing and remembering all those lyrics that I I tend to ask my fiddle player for before or during a song. <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's 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 been like it's been wild, and I, even sometimes when I get to talk about it, it's like shit. Like, what a roller coaster, man! At it's what stage, world. like, does teleprompters come into like? We you, you'll see a lot of the you know the 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 big bands will use the teleprompters. I don't know. What, at what I'm, stage do you think you've seen you'd... that before? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Oh, they, oh, they, yeah. They see it, well, what it, what it is 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 from when you're watching. It looks it looks like monitors. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. all got in ears and stuff. Like we use in ears too, but. Yeah, those monitors are props. I, I mean, I'll probably probably take one. Why not? You know, you, you know what? Find... And if if you get to that point, that means you've had a pretty damn long career mm-hmm. to get to that point. So, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it, man. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, you're you're training, or you want to be a fighter pilot? Like, where does where does that come from? You got a military family, or what? Um, you know what? No, I would have been uh, the first, the first, and uh, I'm the first pilot in the family. I got my private pilot license. Yeah. Uh, not long ago, and I've been working at that since I was 19. Um, but we had um, an air show, and uh, the, the uh, North Bay was a big military town. We yeah. had the whole, so we had NORAD, which is situated North Bay, Winnipeg, and Colorado, that, okay. uh, the North American Air Defense. So um, we had that in North Bay, which is one in three in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had fighter jets and all that coming in and out of North Bay. You know, since I was a kid, I would get up in class, and, and, and even the teacher would, you know, call my parents, but say it's pretty impressive like he knows what the jets are and probably what they're doing here and this is you know third fourth grade sometimes if they were cool like the russians and the mig 29s would come to north bay or something you know different than our hornets yeah you know i'd get a call uh that my dad's here to pick me up and he'd take me up to the airport and yeah so i kind of uh was fortunate to have a a dad that would do that you know take me out of i'm not sure how mom felt about that but you know (laughs) i got to hang out with some fighter pilots and some cool jets so i think that's where it all stems from was going to the air show with my dad that's wild 
How many times have you seen Top Gun? Oh man, I could, I could, <laughs> every line in that movie. I know. Actually, that's funny you say that because I was gonna wear my Top Gun shirt here. <laughs> but actually, what I am wearing is uh, a little uh, snowbird, little snowbird oh, shirt. Actually, very cool. So, and, yeah. and so you did. You flew with the snowbirds. I flew with the snowbirds in no 2017. Way. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I got a huge snowbird tattoo as well, and uh, still in contact with those guys. It's like a brotherhood. I, I feel part of the team. You know, since I was a kid, I, uh, you know, always dreamt of. It all started. Uh, being a pen pal with uh, Captain Marcus John John Boy Walton of North Bay, and uh, they came to town, and it was like a meet and greet. You can do, you know, they're rock stars too in their own right. You know, they, yeah, yeah. you know, when they come to town, man, people get jacked up for that, and, yeah. and they are rock stars. You know, they're badass, and uh, all the men and the women on the on the team, and uh, you know, so there was like a dinner, and my my mom was like, "We'll take them to the dinner so we can meet the pilots and stuff like that," right, and and. Uh, I saw Snowbird number eight, which is my favorite number, you know, and pretty, pretty much because of that, I was only like 10 years old. Is that your hockey number too? Uh, that was yeah. my hockey okay. number, yep. And um, it said Captain Marcus Walton from North Bay. It turns out my mom worked with his dad, and it's a, it's a crazy story, but long story short, uh, we rode each other till I was in, you know, grade 10, grade 11-ish, maybe grade 10, uh, kind of, you know, lost touch. And then we, we you know, we started talking again you know thanks to like facebook and instagram and it was actually crazy i was out on the road with aaron Prichette on the outlaws and outsiders tour this is this is how it all connected and um we were in nanaimo bc or something and this lady's sitting there after my show and there's you know for for the meet and greet after after my show before aaron goes on and um because i was selling cds and stuff and this lady's sitting there and, and there's a line and, and she kind of stops me i'm kind of like well you know there's quite a few people i have to kind of i got to kind of have to tend to and um I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I was just thinking in my head. I'm like, I, I, shit! I didn't on, go into I, airplane I, mode you put mine on my on phone yet. Why would you put yours on silent? <laughs> um, so I, yeah, was, that's the first thing I did. Uh, but no, so um, I love it. Everyone's saying, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, so now, where, where, where was I? Uh, yeah. So then, uh, this lady is is just chatting. She's like, I loved your set. Like, you know, I love your blah blah blah. My, my husband's from North Bay. Um, you know, and I knew that you went to RMC and you, you're a pilot and or want to be a pilot and. And she says, my name's Gina, and it kind of rung a bell. And she's like, well, he's WestJet now, but he used to fly with the Snowbirds, and na na na. And he's from North Bay. And I just stopped her, and I'm like, Captain Marcus, John Boy Walton. And she just like, she got like, she got teary and everything. And she's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I'm Corey. Real name's Markward. Yeah. Um, I used to write him when I, she goes, oh my god. She goes, you're that, you're that kid, you're oh. that guy, because you know he told me he got married and then they had a kid and. Um, and she just started tearing up and she's like, we still have all your drawings that you sent Marcus and all, it was crazy. That's amazing. It's, it's, ah. it's really, and like we, we talk weekly now, but whether it's Marcus or Gina and, um, so now it's like Marcus coming to my shows whenever I'm in like Alberta or, you know, closer to BC. And so it was a crazy whirlwind. And then 20 years later after he, there's a picture of him taking me out of Snowbird 8 when I was just a kid, I sat and like, you know, looked at the controls and he let me put his helmet on and all that stuff. 20 years later, I fly I fly with the team in the same jet. Oh, my you goodness. Know? Wow. And, and they were over at my house because what happened, I was supposed to fly in North Bay. Uh, so it was uh, Armed Forces Day in North Bay. So I was one of the acts. There was music and air show. Um, and so, the, but they, they didn't have anything for three days after that, and they were in Barrie. So it was, it was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, like some of the guys slept at my house. You know, we had a good time because they were off for, for three, four days. So they, I played, I performed, and then they did their air show, and then, you know, they come over and we, we partied up 
for like, you know, a couple days. And I'm showing them these pictures and even FOMO, uh, number eight, who originally reached out on Instagram was like, my, my, my wife's a fan, you know? And it's it's actually even goes in a crazier circle. Good because, God! Oh man, it, it goes so so. And I, I think of this stuff all the time. It's just kind of ironic to me, and I think it's cool. So FOMO is number eight. So it's twenty years to the pretty much twenty years to the date. And he's dating. Uh, he's married to a girl named Emily, and I'm with an Emily. And then uh, Snowbird number five, um, Hitman. I t- turns out we're both born October 11th on the same day. And then Nacho, who I flew with, is born on my girlfriend's birthday. They both share October 13th. Or, sorry, August 13th. And it's just like, it just goes, and now we're, we're just, you know, buddies. Like, we call each other, FaceTime. It's like, now that they're off the team, because they do, like, a two-year stint. Obviously, you can tell I'm passionate about it. Yeah, oh, no kidding. Out, well, but it's, it was, I haven't talked about it in, in a long time, but I just find it crazy how it really just, all of a sudden, you know, and and I'm saying, like, yeah, John Boy Walton. Oh, yeah, man, he was a legend, man, because some of them, you know, he was teaching the Top Gun school when they were, you know, in their early 20s you know and now they're his age when he met me and they're doing the same thing he did 20 years ago so it's it's pretty cool and i got to play their closer party yeah so their last show is actually at home in front of their friends and family and then it's like a kind of a party an inaugural thing and then they the, the guys who are out that year welcome the new members and stuff who passed uh, and all that stuff so i got to be part of that and so it was, it was really cool marcus marcus came to that so it was, it was really awesome marcus and gina that's that crazy insane finally right? a good pen pal story on the road yeah <laughs> there you go yeah there we go yeah dying for yeah. one you know yeah. it's funny i can still see the kid in his eyes, getting picked up from school to go. Like, you're still that excited. Oh, man, I, I, if I hear Jets uh, at home, I'm still, like, I run outside. and People must think I'm crazy. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's still, still to me, just. And now I have friends that are even younger than me that are flying these things, man. And just, like, you know, there's that little part of me that's, like, you know, man, you know. It's still, it's a cool life. and But there's, there's ups and downs with everything. Sure. And, you know, part of me also says that, like, I just, I don't think, you know, now that I know how much work, when you're when you're younger, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I want to do, you know. But I've seen the work that goes in and the kind of life that you have to have and yeah. live prior to being Tom Cruise, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's just a movie. There's there's days like that. But it's it's not, uh, it's, it's just like what I do, but, you know, people think it's just a big party. And there's, yeah. But the thing is, like, that I'm learning now, too, is you got to learn how to, this is what Travis Tritt said two weeks ago when he called me. He's like, you got to learn how to carry your your guitar case in one hand, your briefcase in the other. And it's so true. Like, you have to become a businessman at the same time. That's not what I signed up for, but it's better to to know and mm-hmm. not learn the hard way. You know? I don't know, man. That's a, I think things worked out pretty damn good. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I and like, you're, I like think you're so. still a pilot. Still, a, pi- still yeah, a pilot. Yeah. yeah. How many hours? Uh, about 200 now. That's what you need to... Qualify uh, or no? Um, like I'm a I'm a private pilot. Okay. Uh, you need a hundred to write the commercial exam. Which okay. I'm I'm kind of content with with flying privately. I'm yeah. a, I'll get a night rating, maybe a maybe a, a multi engine down the road, and definitely, excuse me, definitely get into aerobatics and stuff like that. Crazy. That's what I like. Do I actually have a friend who? Uh, that's another crazy story. Part of that. So when they were parking all their jets in North Bay, um, I saw this. It's called the Yak 52. It's a Russian trainer plane. And that's what the Russian pilots train on before going to the MiGs. That's uh, you know, it's a it's a kind of ugly, rugged looking thing, but it you know can pull five G's, uh, positive and and five negative. It's it's quite a cool machine. And I saw it in the hangar. I thought, man, that's a Yak fifty two. Like that's you know, I saw those in air shows back when I was a kid. And I'm like, someone in North Bay has that. And it turns out the guy that had it was is my old 
flight instructor. <laughs> <laughs> so then the guy's like, well, how do you know Steph? I'm like, well, he owned the, he owned the flight school that I went out when I was 19 and then just kind of lost touch and got his contact. And now he's like, that's your back seat. So whenever he flies, I go up and do aerobatics with him. And we've been flying for almost four years now since, since the snowbird connection. So it tied all that in too. That's so pretty, Damn, it's pretty wow. wild, man. So what prepared you for those, like the aerobatics? Just, so I was just in San Francisco about three weeks ago. Yep. And unbeknownst to me, I was there for something different, but there was a big air show that weekend mm-hmm. and the Blue Angels were there, yep. which I was unfamiliar with. But um, so I had no idea what was going on. I checked into my hotel and all I heard was this. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, what the? The and then I went freedom. out and, oh my God, it just sounded so amazing. But anyways, just watching them and doing the barrel rolls and all that, like what prepares you for that? Well, there's a physical fitness that you have to have. There's uh, you know, there's, uh, they put you in what you call a centrifuge and it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> I've Do never done, that? I've never done it. Okay, no. okay. But I, I probably will just to, just to see. So, um, basically, uh, if you, if you picture your arm, but you're sitting in the fist and it's on, on, um. On a, sw- a swivel kind of thing, yeah, and it's just in this room. And there's a guy just like this over over in the room over there. They're watching you on the screen, and it just it's laid out like a cockpit. And then they'll say, "Okay, pull pull back on the stick and ready, hit it." And then you have to do this this maneuver. It's called a hick maneuver. So it's like a, you inhale, and then you 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 kind of flex flex your butt, flex your core for a couple seconds. And as you exhale, you inhale again. And what that does is it flexes your legs to keep the blood from rushing out of your head and passing out. So you could you could either black out, which is the positive G's, which pushes the blood from your head down to your legs, and that's what the Hick maneuver uh, is used for. Uh, so you don't pass out. But the fighter pilots have a G suit, which is like basically airbags on your legs and your waist, and they'll inflate once your G meter starts going up, and that's just to help that. Yeah, Damn. a little easier on you. But you can also red out, which is the negative G's, which is too much blood going to your head. So this is a positive when you pull up, when you see them pull up, but when you see the planes push. Over like that, like a roller coaster, you know, when you yeah. go over a hill. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, when you push down, like you can actually red out. So the blood just kind of jolts to your head. And instead of blocking out, everything just goes red. And you, oof. Yeah. So that, wow. that can happen too. It's, uh, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. Like I said, there's a centrifuge. You got to do like, there's a lot of medical stuff just to make sure you're fit for it. Um, actually, Nacho, who I flew with, did a, a, a transition. So he went from the Hornet to the F 16, the American F 16s. And, he was fighting against these young, young uh, F-22 pilots. And so, like, it's just, he says, that, that machine isn't, like, insane. Before they before they d- can do anything, and they're already locked onto them, but he says he pulled, you know, th- that thing's like a rocket. So the Hornets, I mean, it's a great, it's my favorite, uh, which Canada has. But there's, some of them are limited to, like, seven, seven and a half G, just because they're older and, you know, so they kind of they kind of limited. But these guys are pulling nine, sometimes ten. And it's like he says, there's one time he he did it, and there's, he had bruises on his body from from just literally literally veins bursting because of the G force. Just um, in the in the centrifuge, just, uh, in, or is in, that in, in, in an actual in his F-16? Okay, yeah. 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 I, I watch wow. a lot of F-1 and G force, like a huge factor yep. on a lot of the tracks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I mean, may, after hearing you, know, me, maybe me comparing them to fighter pilots is a little <laughs> little. Uh, the speed inappropriate it's a different so um i think it's a y and x axis axis i think it is fair so uh if you picture a rod kind of going through my body yeah that's the g-force in a fighter jet yes right but in a car it's it's this way so it's it's more like right it's still g-force yeah but it's just it's like when you get in an accident right your body pulled like fucking 80 g's whatever it was right 
depending well, on how hard you hit and what well, you hit. <laughs> and they have these like exercise tools. It's just like a strap on your head, and you just have to like. I think, I think it like just pulls you at insane, insane probably just force. for your neck muscles. Yeah, and stuff. that's exactly yeah. what it's for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah cool stuff, man. I, it's I, crazy. I like, I like this. I like that stuff. So, but so what's bit of adrenaline junkie? Well, yeah. So <laughs> adrenaline. Where like is there any comparison in adrenaline from flying? Or being in that to being on stage, I think they're they're two different things. Um, you typically don't die on stage. I yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say <laughs> you can fall off the stage. Uh, <laughs> yourself, that, that's happened. Um, but um, you're pretty comfortable on stage. I mean, I you know I think if you don't have any kind of jitters and you just don't care enough, you know, you kind of lost. You know, it's like a Top Gun. You lost it, man. Yeah. You know, uh, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I still, I still get like we talk about it all the time. And she called me the other day. I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, all right, have a couple drinks, you'll be fine, <laughs> you know. But uh, and once you get on there, well, like well, once yeah, you're it's there, usually, like it's the first two or three songs. Yeah. Then you, you're, and you're feeling it. It's like, all right, man, this is this is great. This is this is awesome. Yeah. Certain parts of songs where like we played Rocklahoma. I'm the first country act to ever play rock. Like I, like, I was really just going to cool. say, so not only are you, you have that, but you're playing in front of a crowd that probably isn't quite used to what you're about to throw I, out. I was blown away. And even on the Hailstorm tour, like, it was like if they weren't singing every word right from the, the first song, yeah. they're at least, you know, like feeling it. You know, you can, you can see, like, you know, I've, I've definitely played crowds where you got that guy, like, there's nothing you can do. Like, come on, guys, yeah, you know. Or you do some crazy guitar solo, and he's just like, like you know just just doesn't care yeah uh but i didn't see that at all on, on any of these american dates and rocklahoma especially like there was you know a couple thousand that are just just rock and who else is on that bill like i know rocklahoma is a big uh these guys were and i got to meet okay them. oh yeah Steel yeah Panther. that's right yeah um uh that was awesome because I'm, I'm a huge fan even though they're a parody band and they're really funny they're, they're really kick-ass musicians and yeah and uh michael Starr is a great singer and uh there was i mean man there was limp biscuit was supposed to go on, but COVID, there was some right, shit that yeah, happened. Yeah. Uh, so there was Limp Biscuit. I mean, Slipknot. Uh, uh, man, like, like just so it's, it's a heavy yeah. rock festival. So, yeah, 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 like Hailstorm, uh, a Disturb, I think. Shine Down, like you name it, they're they're, they're Mastodon. Yeah. So it was. You had a good time. I had a, I had a great time. <laughs> I'm the first country artist to ever play Rock Home, but I'm also the I think the first artist to get kicked out. So it's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, this show, show, okay, do tell. Know, the uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> no, do. No, it, it really wasn't anything or nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, we're just having a good time. You just wanted to make sure that you were the first and only it, it, country it, it, artist exactly, to ever play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah, the last time yeah, we invite yeah, one yeah. of those guys. Yeah. It's 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 funny. I was talking to. Uh, um, Tyler Conley from Theory, and he's like, "Yeah, I think like I think the country guys definitely party and rock a lot harder than the rock guys because you know he's heard some of the stories and stuff." And I kind of, you know, I go back to the the Whalen guys, and it's like, you just you can't party harder than that, man, no. and and live like like he did. So uh, it's it's pretty crazy, yeah, but it, but it's fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like a real real good time. We we have we have a great time, right, you? <laughs> We have a hell of a time. Uh, make, we, uh, you make a mark. People yeah, are going to remember. You know what, that's a, I, I've been hearing that a lot, <laughs> yeah. a, a lot lately. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I love being on the road and, and seeing fans and and meeting people and and being just being with. It's like a family, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. We have a good time. Okay, so you're a kid getting pulled out of school to go see <laughs> fighter jets and loving that. Now, so how did music sneak into the equation? My dad was like, I have a very musical family. Oh, okay. So, um, 
you know, even mom would play some guitar growing up and sing and, and my dad too. And he played drums. So he taught me drums, the, the basics. And I just kind of listened carefully to Rush and Dream Theater and then got into the, the metal guys like Pantera and the kind of obvious did. starters for yeah. a beginner drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dream yeah. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me just learn this just the Dream easy Theater stuff. Yeah. Song. Just the simple beats. <laughs> yeah, just the basic stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had to have a, a monstrous kit. And, and your dad's a big Rush fan too, right? Is it a yeah. picture of you and your dad? You guys are both wearing the Rush shirts. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah that's, it's like a very special bond there because he's, he's seen Rush, I think, 30 times. Wow. Before Neil joined the band, they actually played. My dad's from Toronto as well. So was he in bands? He was. Yeah, he was a drummer. Played for uh, my uncle Wolf. Wolf Milestone is his name. Um, and uh, yeah, they Wolf Milestone and the Coyotes. I think that's what they were called. So they did. They did. They did some cross Canada stuff. Like Spe- in specifically day. in Toronto. So my dad was working with Rush before Neil hopped on in Oshawa with with, with John Rusty. As a drummer, I don't, I don't remember who it would have been, but I just know it was before Neil. They were all playing like high school, you know, dances and stuff. So that's what I was gonna say. They played my dad's high school dance in in Toronto. So my dad saw Rush in in high school. Yeah. So which I think was fucking awesome. Yeah. That's wild. (laughs) That's wild. And and so my dad seen him like thirty times, and I'm just very thankful that I got to see them. I got to see them three times. Unfortunately, the first time I saw them was the Vapor Trails tour. And I wanted to see see him with my dad, but uh, there's a guy from work that had another ticket. And my dad's like, "Just go! Like you're gonna go see Rush at the Molson Amphitheater in Toronto. Yeah, and it's gonna yeah. be awesome." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Dad, I want to go with you." He's like, "Just go, take the day off school and go." So again, I'm not sure how Mom felt about that, but it was ed- educational. <laughs> all right, that's um, the name, of this, name of this episode. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dad's exactly. getting a bad rap here, but uh, uh, no, nah, <laughs> no, nah, nah. he, he gets it. And um, yeah, so we got to see uh, Rush on the Vapor Trails tour with my my dad's uh, co-worker. And then they were playing in Toronto, and we saw them at the ACC. And I even even sometimes get, like, a little choked up thinking about it because uh, uh, they opened up with Time Stand Still. And my dad and I didn't say a word for, like, the first yeah. four songs. And we're sitting side by side. And then, you know, we're hugging, and then we're like, Neil, man, and he does his big solo and all this stuff. Uh, and then we're on the subway, uh, going back, and I remember we were quiet as hell, and I'm like, "Hey, Dad!" Uh, and we were both wanted to say the same thing, and we just started laughing and hugging. I'm like, "I just couldn't say anything to you. I felt like I was just gonna ball my eyes out." He's like, "Me too, man." You know, <laughs> and I thought that was that was really sweet, a sweet moment. And I'm just glad I got to see Neil. You know, and yeah, yeah. Like I, uh, man, I bawled when 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 I when I got that call, and it was crazy because back in the day. You know, before all the singing thing, that's what I would do. I was in metal bands and, and okay. high school bands and then doing the top 40 thing. And and I was just all drumming. Like, you know, I'd get kicked. I'd be doing this on my desk all the time and I'd get kicked out of class, literally like in grade four and stuff. Like, you did it again, you know. So my mom would have to come to school. And was like, that's embarrassing. No, not dad. No, mom, mom comes, comes to, to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was always mom. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it was... Uh, I know I've not forgot what the hell I was gonna say. Where was I, guys? Just you're drumming, yeah, and, and Neil, yeah, yeah you get all, that, you've... yeah, yeah. It was all, but yeah, so um, so I was always drumming and stuff, and that's what people knew me for. Yeah, um, you know, people would come over and literally, I would drum for my friends would come over and be like, go play a solo, and it'd be like an hour just like hitting drums, and they would just sit there, you know, and um, so yeah, when I got the when I got the call, it was like a friend from high school that I hadn't talked to, and and then my brother, you know, he's not really that kind of guy, and he's like, hey man, are you okay? I'm like. Yeah, man, I'm going to see Mike Tyson and, and really um what's up? He's like, Oh shit, you didn't hear, you know, and then he told me, I'm like, What? Yeah. So I had to call dad right away. And dad was I could tell he was choked up because he was he was just getting gas. Yeah. 
he hung up the the you know the the hose right away. I don't even think he finished you know filling up, and I think he kind of had his moment too. And um, but I was getting like, man, there's people I hadn't talked to in ten years from high school. Man, I'm so sorry. And like it was like it was my own dad. Yeah. yeah. But it, like I'm talking like hundreds of texts, phone calls. It's like shit. Like that, that's what you guys saw, you know? Like it's, it's it was really cool to think like some of these guys in high school they never really talked to. They thought of like, man, I got to message Corey, you know, 15 years later, and be like, sorry, man, I know you're probably having a hard time. So when we went to go to Aurelia uh, to see Mike Tyson, it was kind of like you know the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's kind of like, well, I love Mike Tyson too, so I get to see him, but. Uh, driving with my girlfriend, it was just like rush the whole way there. Yeah, right? just cranked up. Do you have a number one rush song? I think, man, I there, there's, there's a lot. Like I used to play Y Y Z and you know all that stuff, but I think there's just different ones from different albums, and some bring me back to Dad driving me to hockey. Yeah, you know, like La Villa Strangiato and, yeah, yeah. and the whole Moving Pictures album because we got to see that live. So there was that, but I think, I think for me, it's probably Time Stand still just because that moment. And every time I, especially when he when he died, it was like, yeah, man. I turn that on and I'm eating lunch and I'm, I was like, the hell's wrong with that? I'm just bawling my eyes. I'm like, this is so good. You know, and I went back to that moment and, you know, anyways, yeah. We got, I think the one and only time Rush played Red Deer, I, I think it would be, I, you know, I can't say, maybe they did sometime in the early 80s, but they were supposed to play Calgary uh, when Calgary went through the big flood. 2013, and the, and 2013. huge, huge yeah. flood. So yeah, yeah. The, and the saddle, they were going to play the saddle dome and right. it flooded out. Saddle dome was closed for what, like a year a and a half? A long time. Something. Yeah, like yeah. the whole basement, like they had just yeah, massive amounts shit. of water in there. So they actually moved the Rush show to Red Deer. And they, wow. and they, did and they, they, did, a, they did a flood relief. They they donated the uh, all of their earnings yeah. from that mm, show amazing. to flood relief. So I think I'm pretty sure that's the only time you went to it. I was there. Oh yeah. Do you think they like pared down kind not of their stage? Not even a little. Yeah. yeah not yeah. even a little. It was a full blown. I'm trying to think if that was the Clockwork Angels tour. What would that yeah, be? Yeah, if it was 2013, it'd be Snakes and Arrows. Snakes and Arrows. Oh that's yeah, right. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that, yeah. that album's yeah. killer. I really it's like awesome. that record. It's just really cool. If you read the lyrics, though, it's it's you know Neil was pretty profound in the lyrics because you know the passing of his wife Fuck. his daughter and then he disappeared for like five years they would just get letters from neil have right? you read that Still book yeah. ghost rider yeah no i haven't Fuck. like i haven't read any 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 of his books actually i just i'm not a big reader so i i i, I probably will like I've, I've read like you know all the biographies so yeah like, you know like merle haggard's and the Waylon jennings and willies yeah, yeah. and now i'm, I'm right i'm reading the the new nikki six book because they he sent it to me, which I thought was pretty cool. The yeah, label very did, cool. yeah. So I, you know, I want you know see what it's all about and stuff. And especially being label mates, it's like, you know, kind of see what kind of shit he went through. And you know, it's again, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You, it's just got, you see the glamour of like this rock star, but you don't you know about like the neglect that he went through and you know obviously the drug so, addiction. So where's your and, copy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a pretty big Motley Crue fan. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, understand. So when you say you've seen Rush thirty times, I've also I was at their last show in L.A. In 2015, the, the Rush show. That was Motley Crue. Oh, Motley Crue. Yeah, the last Motley Crue. Not not as cool as Rush. How many times have you seen them? Uh, 21. So not that's quite cool. 30. That that's really cool. But so you're you know 21 you're is about, the the, the name the of the, the book. Is the new book. Yeah, there you go. Plug Nikki's book. There you go. Um, <laughs> Welcome, Nikki. <laughs> you, you you know you talk about partying pretty hard at Rocklahoma, and then you talk about <laughs> Nick. So there's there's lessons to be learned from what Nikki went through. Yeah. And and I do rem- and you know you go through and you listen to your al- so your, your album. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> I get it. And you go through and you listen to your album, and there's lots of drinking and fighting and doing all that. And now when you go from town to town, people expect that persona out of you, right? And yeah. I remember that's one thing that I took out of the the dirt. And I think it, I can't remember if it was Tommy or Nikki that said that, but they said that you just show up in a town and they just expect you to drink a gallon right. of vodka and snort all the coke and shoot all the heroin every single day, day after day after day. 
and you can't do that. It's not like that anymore, huh, Bill? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Wrong era for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, times have changed, uh, like fortunately and unfortunately, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of, uh, I just find a lot of the music industry now, you just have to, you know, I guess in a, in a sense be pretty, you know? You got to be like... You know, you can't, it's like, if you have any issues, no one wants to work with you, you know, but we're just human. So they might, you might be great at something, but I might have, you know, a few issues, you know, I'm not saying me per se, I mean, yep. we all do, but you know what I mean? Now, as soon as people hear stuff, it's like, oh, I'm not working with him. But you look at the shit that, well, Motley Crue, what they did to their managers, oh, I like mean, Pantera and all that, yeah, sure. putting, yeah. you know, firecrackers in yeah. their cars, they're like smashing with a, tre- you know, a sledgehammer, which is funny because they could just be like, I'll buy you a new one tomorrow. Who cares? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. Do you, who cares? Now it's like. So now know, is there. And maybe this will go a little too inside baseball, but is there a correlation between that being gone and and kind of the decline of rock? Like, I mean, rock I think is still so, there, it, but because it's an attitude, right? It's an attitude, it was, and that an rebelliousness attitude. of it. And now it's like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with it. I think it's, I think it's great. And but you know, like I said, I think that probably stems from some something else, right? Those guys went through a lot of shit, so maybe it's not as heavy or as crazy because you know they had a great mom and dad and a great little family, so they don't have that side where it's like. Are we allowed to swear in here? Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you look at Slipknot, like, fuck the world and all it's worth, every inch of planet Earth. You know, like, how do you come up with that? You probably got to come up from a fucked up place to, yeah, yeah. to, to right. talk about that yep. and to come up with that. It's, it's you know, you, you can't really, I mean, you can in some sense, but you can't really just come up with that and just have it come out of nowhere. You got to be like some of my songs, you know, if you listen to it, it's like, oh, that guy probably got his heart ripped out of his fucking chest, you know? Yeah, I did. And, uh. <laughs> Thanks for that, because that's a great <laughs> album. You know, <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for the help. You know, but uh, yeah, I think it's um, you know it's a little little yeah it's it just times have changed a little bit, but you know I try to you know I try to uh, I I try to you know keep rock alive. <laughs> okay, well, well, speaking speaking of uh, this, but I'm a lover. I'm a lover, by the way. You know, I'm not. I'm well, not, I I'm not an one, asshole. One, one one quick question before you jump into yours, because I was gonna go around the table with this real quick too. Last time you were in a fight. An actual fist fight. Grade seven. Okay. I, elementary school for me, too. Last time you were in an actual fist fight. You throw Oklahoma. In... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, busted a lampshade over my guitar player's nose, nose last night. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, that, was, that, was, that was an accident. They always try to wrestle me, and it's a lot of fun. We, uh, but uh, two years ago? Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. All right. That's good. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. found... Uh, Bill would be proud. I, don't even... I found a post about you on Reddit today. You go on Reddit a lot? No. Okay, so someone, the post is called Corey Marks Christian Alternative. Okay. And it said, I just discovered a YouTube on YouTube Corey Marks who sings lots of modern rock country songs, i.e. Outlaws and Outsiders. If you know any Christian artists who are similar, I'm interested. So, like, were you too scary for this guy, you think? I don't even so know you what got that means. Too much of the devil in you or I something? I don't know what that means, man. I have no idea. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's so the weirdest thing. That he wants the sound music. that Corey put, puts out. Yeah. But. So what do you want, like? Christian. Well, I went to church and I prayed real hard, you know? <laughs> Uh, you recorded and that? I, yeah, and we got I, that? Right, and okay. I talked to God today. You know? <laughs> we'll, sh- we'll ship it to him. We'll ship it to him. Yeah, that's it, yeah. But, I mean, I've, I've listened to quite a bit of your music preparing for this interview. I didn't uh, catch any subliminal messaging. No, I don't think there's there's any subliminal messaging in there. <laughs> oh, it's oh, weird. It? Corey no, is the devil. Request. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> but, hey, maybe. I'm the devil of country. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. He did get kicked out of Rock, Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't know what that means. For having a good time. There you go. There you go. Nothing Damn wrong with good that. time. Well, uh, I before think, we let him get out of here, a couple of tunes. Uh, yeah, I think we have plans for that. 
yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna wing it, and we're gonna have a good time doing it. Uh, it's 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 funny how we're gonna end on like Satan and kicking ass <laughs> and all, that, and we're gonna play you guys some some ballads. So that's oh, uh, you know that's a, right. it's a lighter side of Corey Marks, you know. Well, thanks so, for hanging out, man. Man, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much, man. Cheers, Patrick. Peter, and thanks for the beer, man. We will do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, like, honestly, when there's more time because I'd fuck, I'd like. Yeah, we this are is so... actually, this, I was, uh, to be honest, you know, I, you know, I'm tired. And oh, yeah. No, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to be. And I walk in, I was like, holy shit, these guys are, you know, this is, this is, because I was, I was being told, like, this, this is like, it's a really cool place. So, you know, and then I'm like, you kind of get your buzz going at the start of the day and you're, you know, it's sound check, but then you start coming back down. And I was laying in bed, texting yep. Bill, my, uh, my merch stuff and i'm just like i'm kind of i'm kind of really tired now you know and then i kind of like all right it's got to do this uh so i'd be i'd be be more than yeah exactly i'm like you know what this is your job damn it yeah so uh i'd love to come back if you guys would have me back that's what we want to hear we could could chat we could chat more drink more beer i grew up the same like listening to maiden and megadeth and monocrew and judas priest but also, I'm from rural Alberta, so a lot of Haggard and Whalen and Johnny and like all that shit too. Is I'm a big Merle Haggard fan. Yeah, man. me too. So yeah, yeah, yeah the Hag. Long live the Hag, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Next time, did you see that? Have you, did you ever see him live? The Hag. Uh, the first tour bus I was ever on was oh, Super Chief. Uh, I, uh, I I should I should write that song. I hung out with Merle Haggard. Damn, dude. Yeah, you should. Yeah, and that was also one of those signs. I think you know it was in t- 2013. This this hockey rink that I, I grew up playing hockey in. And uh, so I got Bill. I got to tell him the story. <laughs> sorry, and uh, so, so w- my whole family. That's that's one thing that I left out. That, so, so before going on with the story, my whole family on my mom's side was very musical up in Earlton. It's two hours north of North Bay, a little farm town where she grew up. Um, so she's the baby of eight, uh, and and so I'm I'm the last one born. Like out of all the cousins, and everything, I'm the baby as well of the whole family. But I'm born on the same day as my prepare, October 11th. Wow. So we're, we're the evil twins. Yeah, 65 years apart. Um, so that's kind of where all that music came from, and all that, all that, all that kind of stuff. And um, see now, I'm, see, I can tell I'm tired because I'm like, where the hell are you going with this, man? Oh, the Merle Haggard <laughs> thing. Oh, we're going, to, right. we're going, we're getting on Merle's bus. So, so, so then, uh, so my whole family, that whole side of the family, he came to North Bay in 2013. So it was like all of us, you know, sitting in a couple rows and stuff, and uh, it was so cool, like you know, see the Hag in his black suit and his black hat, and he. And it's funny because I heard the story because I noticed he just like looked at the lights and he was just kind of there for a good couple minutes. But I heard from the promoter just last two years ago when I was with Travis Tritt that he was just absolutely so baked out of his mind that he was just, <laughs> a, he was just, he was just looking at the lights, just kind of like, all right, man, here we go. Um, so it's at my hockey arena and my whole family's leaving and I just had this like, I got a feeling. I'm like, I'm going to go see if I, can, if I can get on the bus or like just meet him, just meet him, something, get something signed, anything. Um, but prior to that, over social media, I was talking to Ben Haggard, his son, who was playing guitar. Yeah. And I met Ben earlier that day in the parking lot. You know, we got a picture together and all that stuff. And then, um, so I'm, I'm going through, so I start walking, like, but it's my whole, my old hockey rink. So security, instead of being like, you can't be back, is like, hey, Corey, man, how you doing? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm just going, yeah, yeah, go for it. So I get out back, here I am, and there's, there's the super chief. And I'm like, man... Uh, so I, I, I see the driver there and he's got this big old accent, you know, he's talking like this and stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, we're just shooting the shit. And he's from Oklahoma. I'm like, well, my brother plays for the Oklahoma City Barons, the hockey team, the, for the for the farm team for the Oilers. Oh, yeah, man, I've been a couple games, man. And I, well, hold, hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to go talk to Merle. I'm like, 
okay, you know, we'll probably get something signed, you know, whatever. And this other guy comes up and he's like, Camaro's on my guitar, my sister died. And I was really sad. I'm like, well, so he brings a guitar on the bus and gets it signed. And then he comes back out and that's where our conversation started. Something like, well, man, there's no way he did that. And I'm, you know, whatever. So he opens the door. All right, Corey, Merle would love to meet you. And I'm just standing there kind of like looking up and he's and basically looks at me he's like, are you coming in or not? I'm like, I'm like on, on the bus? He's like, yeah, man, Merle, love to see you. So I walk on the bus and there's Ben on his laptop. He looks at me he's like, hey, Corey, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, my dad's in the back and wants to meet you. And, he, and, and my heart's just racing and I'm like, you know, I'm on this tour bus and there was Merle Haggard with a, with a little joint <laughs> in the ashtray. And he's just sitting there and he's like, Corey, nice to meet you. I said, Mr. Haggard, you know, and. And I showed him my tattoos. I got Mama Tried here and Sing Me Back Home for when my, my pair died. I got his initials with his fedora that he always wore and Sing Me Back Home. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, I think it's very cool, you know, and just, you know, keep writing. And, you know, and, you know, it was just, uh, I was, in, you know, that was that was my first, like, you know, uh, not fangirling, but you know what I mean? I, I was just in shock. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he, and what's that? Starstruck. Star After that, like, there's. I can meet Whatever. anybody at this point, sure. you know, and I'm just, you know, I respect them and everything, no doubt. But it's like I hung up with Merle Haggard, and I, that's I'm good. It good doesn't enough. get any better. Yeah. Than it doesn't that. get any yeah. better than that. So that's that's wow. my Merle Haggard story. So I got I got to hang up Merle, and I gave him my EP. He signed a picture for me. Uh, he gave me his picks he used that night, which I still have, and um, we got a really good picture together. And uh, that's something I'll never forget. And I remember going back to mom and dad's. I'm like, I woke them up because it was like I don't know, twelve at night or whatever, and I. Bust in the house in the room, turn the lights on there. And what the hell? I'm like, you never. And he's like, oh, he signed a picture for you. How nice! I got my dad was so stoked. Right? You got, you got. Yeah, look, I got his pics too. And then I tip, fucking show him my phone. My mom's like, no fucking way. I'm like, dad, the first tour bus is ever on. He's like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, I met Merle Haggard. And uh, yeah, I think that's a good wrap on this. I that is Merle, a good wrap. I met, that I is, met the head. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. So now I just kind of uh, hope I make him proud, you know. And and yeah. I know my stuff's a little edgier, but. You'll hear some of the stuff that we do is definitely haggardous. Was Merle a highwayman? We're, we're trying to figure that out. Pete's doing a quick uh, wiki search. I... It's got to be. Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, Waylon, Waylon Jennings. Jennings. What about uh, John Denver? Was he a highwayman? Johnny D? Fucking Willie Nelson. Will? Oh, fucking that's <laughs> Willie Nelson, not Merle Haggard. That seems uh, it seems like an obvious one. No? I'm not going to be allowed to go back home. All right. Well, um, anyways, <laughs> shout out to Corey Marks for joining us on Wasn't the road that, stage. Like, that was fun. What a cool guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Real, real interesting fella. I can't imagine. What a life. What a, like, wow. What a life. Um, so, yeah, go check his tunes out and uh, go follow him on social media. And he's working on a brand new album right now, as a matter of fact. I think he's so from this interview, he played Canadian Finals Rodeo. Yeah. And then to Vegas and is recording. Oh, shit. When did you, you just been creeping him or what? Creeping him, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, very, yeah, we're, very cool. We're besties. We got the Hag connection now. So you guys are talking. We're, we're best friends. You're, you, have a, you now have a Merle Haggard story vicariously through Corey Oh, Marks. and I will tell that damn story yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, again, uh, huge thanks for him joining us, taking time out of, you know, he came here right after Soundcheck, I think, right? Uh, I think he was, like... Or getting ready to go to Soundcheck. And, you know, he was, like, very open with us and said that the last thing that he wanted to do Oh, yeah, was... that's true. <laughs> I wonder... I think he yeah. finished Soundcheck and then he was back at the hotel and I think they'd had a little bit of a late night. Yeah. 
before. Big time late. And night. it definitely yeah, yeah. admitted that doing the interview was probably the last thing on his uh, on his to do list. But, but he had a good time. I think damn we it. had a really good time. Yeah, for sure. So go check that out and like this video. And if you haven't subscribed to the Communal Creative Studios channel yet, I. I don't. I don't even want to say what I'm thinking. I don't know what more we got to do. Remember how persistent you were with getting Cadence Weapon, mm -hmm. an episode previous. Yeah, but I respect I think, him. You, okay, <laughs> that's the. <laughs> All right, he does know some limits. He has limits. Um. So yeah, that's a big difference. I mean, again, if you haven't done it at this point, I don't know what to tell you. You're not just gonna go out and start slapping folks around. No. No. Okay. No. Not even. Not even that. Just pure disappointment. Just subscribe already. And uh, check out our sponsors. Of course, Bose Barn Stage, which is just going to start getting crazy, which I'm sure we'll talk about more and more as the weeks and next episodes of The Road to the Stage come on. But, uh, yeah, we're getting back to things, man. And there's some gig beer at the shows yes. from Sawback Brewing Company. Yep, Go Services, Inc. Thank you for hanging out. And Tourism Red Deer. And, of course, a shout-out to Ryan and Riley, our fantastic production team. L producers or something. All right. When are we back next, Pete? Wednesday. Oh, the whispers are bad though, right? No whispers? The Road the Stage is produced by Ryan Cooley and Riley Sir Yin at the Communal Creative Studios in Red Deer, Alberta. In partnership with Go Services, Inc., Sawback Brewing Co., Tourism Red Deer, and Bose Bar and Stage. <laughs>